my relatable listeners, it's your girl Stella once again coming to you to talk about it all. Okay guys, I have to apologize because I'm sorry if I sound a little bit nasally right now. My little one is um, has a little bit of a sore throat and pink eye. She came home from school with a little bit of pink eye and a sore throat. So, you know, I don't really let those things affect me that much. Um, what's your recipe for a sore throat? Um, so basically what I'm going to do is probably go chew on some raw garlic, make myself a nice onion tea, and I will be on my merry way. <laughs> so a lot has happened lately in the housewives world. I don't even know where to start, but before we really jump into talking about housewives, I want to address a recent episode with Melissa Feaster on her Namaste Bitches podcast with Teresa G. Dice. Guys, I have to be brutally honest because you know I have to be honest with my listeners. I've been tuning in every week to listen to Teresa and Melissa Melissa's podcast, Namaste Bitches. Everyone knows that I'm a big Teresa fan since day one. So Although I was excited to have some new content to listen to, I also had some reservations, mainly because a lot of wives have jumped into the podcasting bandwagon. And don't get me wrong, it makes sense for them to have another avenue other than TV to explain their point of views on things and so on. But on another note, I hope that they don't all branch out to do podcasting now as we, us, the viewers, <laughs> the listeners, we like to see them on the screen. That's my personal opinion. I prefer to see them on the screen. I think they're good for TV, um, but I digress. So. I have been listening to the podcast, to the Namaste Bitches podcast for a while. And I think the two ladies, Teresa and Melissa, they have found their sweet spot. At first, I thought it would be hard to get Teresa to talk and that Melissa would, would be most likely doing the talking. But with each episode, Teresa started to open up more and more and give us a personal sense of who she really is when the cameras are not rolling outside of the housewives and of course they cover the show but it has been a very good opportunity for us the listeners to get to know Teresa a little bit more so on the January 25th episode the ladies they were talking and the subject of mental and physical abuse came up I don't even think that Teresa was expecting it either. But Melissa Feaster shared a very raw, very vulnerable moment on her experience with an abusive ex-boyfriend. So her voice was trembling and she broke down while taping. You know, it really, really touched my heart. Like listening to her story it reminded me that everyone out there is dealing with a personal story that no one is aware of. <laughs> Sometimes people don't know. People don't know why a person 
may be more sensitive to personal attacks or negativity. I personally did not know either. I knew nothing about Melissa Pfister. But now it makes sense to me as a listener why Melissa was so sensitive to fans sending negative messages or DMing her. You know, if you go back a few episodes, she kind of started the show saying, you know, people, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Don't come and write me, like write things about my weight or how I look or if I'm anorexic or things like that. You know, and she kind of went on for like a good like 10, 15 minutes. Like maybe I'm exaggerating, but she did go on for quite some time talking about that. And I remember listening to that show and thinking, wow, this is really affecting her. Um, you know, it's it's sad. Don't get me wrong. People are, can be really crappy and nasty online. It's very easy to just hide behind a keyboard and just wake up and say, I'm miserable. I'm just going to go and attack someone today and just, you know, there's no re repercussions behind your screen. You can just basically just be as nasty as you want and without necessarily i'm not going to say that these people do not realize that their words can hurt because what are they like are they five like they're adults they know what they're doing and even a five-year-old would know that you're not supposed to say certain things if they're raised properly if there's like an adult showing them the way right so Anyways, I, I remember thinking in the past, why is Melissa so sensitive about that? Like, I, like granted, people are nasty and not nice and sending stupid messages. But at the end of the day, she's also not in the public eye, but she is out there. She has a platform. So, of course, that comes with its, its share of criticism. But now, now I understand why Melissa was so sensitive you know I'm also no stranger to physical abuse okay it was never done to me directly but this is something that I have witnessed with my within my own home at a very early age <clears throat> And you know, it's I'm not gonna get into the gist of it and the details because it's not my story to tell. I don't I don't feel like like I have the liberty to speak on it unless I have the consent of all parties involved. But I have to say that Melissa's story moved me beyond words. And it resonated with me more than she could ever, ever know. Melissa, I'm just going to address you directly. I think that you are courageous. I think that you are beautiful. And I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart for this very powerful moment. You know, in a world where people tend to be fake and not themselves half the time you know half the time when you meet people you you don't really meet them my husband likes to say you meet their representative and with time as you get closer to them you might get to know these people a little bit more but 
in this world, things tend to be quite fake, okay? So for Melissa to have the courage to speak up to thousands of listeners, women out there that are probably going through the exact same thing at the moment, you know, it was a real powerful and real moment, real raw for me. And Melissa, my heart goes to you. And by the way, I also have to say that I I had no idea who she was prior to her podcast. I know she has podcast other podcasters out there. Um, I'm I'm not sure what the name of the other one is, but you know, she's in the business. She's been in the business for some time now. But I have to respect a girl that hustled. Like basically, she explained everything about her life like pretty much everything like it was like a quick synopsis in of her life and you know how she got herself together and moved like hustled like I've never seen a girl hustle like that and you know even some of her foods was like on a Delta airline like I was just like so impressed with her resume you know her talking about you know doing not growing up with a silver spoon in her mouth and just making things happen for herself and making ends meet and not always knowing if she would be making ends meet every month like you know people like that I my heart goes like really high 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 you know I have to wave my hat to them because I think that's fantastic Melissa you are a boss you are a hustler your story is powerful and um, once again I just want to say I thank you from the bottom of my heart I was crying right with you as you were telling your story I was crying too listening to your voice and to your story and uh, thanks for reminding us that behind it all everyone does have a story that can move and break other people's heart so on a happier note (laughs) the day has finally come guys the ladies of the garden state are back and i couldn't be happier so the show started with teresa and louis in their new home beautiful home by the way beautiful like i think teresa um like we had a glimpse of the house in the last um season but i think teresa did some renovating of the home and i knew she would because you know she has to pick like the furniture that she likes and the decor that she likes so i've recognized a few different pieces from the first time that the house was kind of showcased on the show so beautiful home by the way so you know everybody seems to be so happy you know Teresa has a little family gathering with Louis' parents and sisters for her 50th birthday. So I'm not sure if it was a breakfast or a lunch, but it seemed like to be, it seemed like it was some sort of casual gathering. And Louis' father, oh my God, his prayer was so touching. You know, thank you, God, for the gift of Teresa. Loved it. And, um, it was nice to see all of the ladies like Louis sisters and his kids and Teresa's daughters like you know Louis Louis mom and dad everyone at the table for Teresa's 50th birthday 
um, I have to say that it's very, very different than what we have been accustomed to as a viewer. Because you can definitely feel that it is a, a new dynamic that Teresa and her girls appear to be very comfortable or truly comfortable around their extended family. You know, you look at the little boy, or I, I shouldn't say little boy, like I would say probably a teenager, but Louis, uh, oldest son, I think, you know, he's smiling. There seems to be synergy between, you know, the, the siblings, the sisters and the new siblings and the girls are smiling, laughing. Um, Louis' sisters seem like they have taken their role of, you know, the extended and like, you know, maybe I need to stop saying the word extended because at this point, Teresa and Louis are married, not at the, at the time that the episode aired, but today they are. So there's really no such thing as extended and half and step, you know, those are just like, I don't know, those words are not important. So how about I just call them family? Okay. <laughs> It's going to make it less confusing for everybody else and simpler for myself. And at the end of the day, it is true. It's a woman and a man that have come together. They brought their kids together in their marriage. So therefore, they're now a family. And Louis has some sisters. And his sisters seem like they're getting along with the Julius's girls. Uh, I've seen a lot of smiles and, and good energy between Gia, Gabriella, Melania, and uh, Adriana, and the two um, sisters. So it was really, really good to see. And I have to say that Teresa looks very happy. I know it's only just one episode. The season has just started, but she looks happy and serene to me. So on another note... Because, you know, we have to talk about the drama as well. We can't just talk about the happy times. But on another note, Joe and Melissa, they don't have the same energy. I would say mostly Joe. You know, I'm not sure how long after the reunion this episode was filmed. But to me, Joe appears like he has completely checked out. He's not his normal, happy-go-lucky kind of Joe. Right away, he starts rehashing what happened at the reunion with Melissa, not being part of the wedding party. I already gave my thoughts on that in my previous episodes, but Joe and Melissa, in my opinion, I'm sorry guys, I have to take one of those cough drops because my throat is killing me. <laughs> But yes, I already gave my thoughts on this in my previous episodes, but Joe and Melissa, in my opinion, they really need to stop shining light on that situation to make it into a storyline. You know, at this point, they need to just move on from the situation and live your life. Like, Joe and Melissa, don't worry about Teresa anymore. Don't worry about what she should have done, what she could have done, or what she is not doing. <laughs> I don't know how 
join Melissa think that they're ever going to be okay with Teresa by showing her personal text, like their personal text messages on TV. It's like, come on, man. Like that, that's family, you know? First episode in boom. You see, they're talking, yeah, da, 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 Teresa, Teresa. Okay, did you invite my sister? Yeah, of course. I don't want anybody to feel excluded. That's what Melissa says. And then Joe goes, well, we're being excluded. So, you know, what's the big deal? You can exclude her. Like, you know, first episode. So that's why I'm like thinking, okay, is this right after the reunion? Like, is it months later? Like, what's going on? How come they, they seem to be in the exact same space that they were after taping the reunion right so anyways you know so melissa talks and says yes i invited her uh to the ro roller skating party and then she proceeds to showing us the text message that she sent to Teresa right right after the reunion you know i don't know if it was after it had aired or just after it was taped but right after the reunion whatever so i'm just saying i don't know like the little screenshot that we saw on tv i don't know if that's the portion that melissa decided to show the viewer because you know i have to be honest we're still watching a reality show here so i know there there is involvement from production it, there has to be you know for us to have a show to watch right so what i'm saying is i'm not sure if that little caption that we saw was what melissa decided to show us to like the viewers or if it was just what production decided that they would show the viewers right but you know either ways whatever we saw was like basically kind of like a nice little message from Melissa to Teresa saying, you know, I don't want for us to be arguing. I don't want you to be ma mad at me because of Margaret. And I'm not going to be mad at you because of Jennifer. And, you know, we're mothers and we're aunties and we have kids and I don't want the cousins, you know. It seems like Melissa in that caption it seems like melissa is putting her best foot forward and trying to be the bigger person and say you know what we kind of went at each other a little bit but i'm still like i'm still good with you we're still family and we're gonna move forward right we're gonna come on the other side anyways that's my interpret interpretation of that message okay That's not what I heard, though. <laughs> that's not what I heard. That's what we saw on the show, but that's not what I heard online, right? The online streets are always talking. And the online streets <laughs> have a very different recollection of that text message. I'm not sure if it's true or if it's real, but from what I've seen, Melissa did not show the full text and the message from Melissa to Teresa 
started a little nasty and passive aggressive. And then Melissa said that, you know, for the sake of the kids, she doesn't want to be mad at her and all of that. Yeah, we did see that, right? We did see that on the show. But if you read the rest of the message, and again, like, I don't know. I, I, I saw some screenshots like online. Uh, I'm very well aware that things can be fabricated, that, you know, things can be fake. But just, you know, for the purposes of the charity, I'm going to say, let's suppose that those messages are true. Okay. Um, very passive aggressive. And of course, of course, Teresa is not going to respond to something like that. Because that's the difference between passive aggressive and aggressive. Melissa is very passive aggressive. You know, she says things that could be interpreted differently. You could see it as a compliment or a backhanded dig, right? But she can always be like, no, of course, that's not what I meant. I meant this, I meant that. And I feel like Teresa is more aggressive. So aggressive in the sense that she doesn't really try to poke you like that. It's basically she's going to come out and just blow your head off, right? <laughs> so that's the difference between the two ladies. And I feel the reason why I say that is because I feel like I'm the same when people come and they try to poke, poke, poke. You know, I just like to be left alone. I don't like people to come at me and poke me and stuff because I do have a temper. So I always say, leave me alone. Don't come and look for me. Don't poke the bear, you know. I, I say to people all the time, I'm a little crab. I like to just go back under my rock and just like, you know, live alone. And, you know, I just go on my merry way and leave people alone. But I have claws. I do. And I'm very fast as well. So back off because that's not good, you know. <laughs> so I feel like. Melissa over the years has been extremely passive aggressive towards Teresa and, and Teresa reacts in a in a very aggressive way so for Teresa to not even respond back to Melissa to me it's just like okay yeah she's just she doesn't like your message doesn't like your text she's not even gonna fake it and she's not gonna give you the gift of a reply okay so passive aggressive versus aggressive and maybe Teresa was just not ready in that moment. Maybe she was not ready to respond back to Melissa. You know, they have been filming the reunion. Like, they've been taping for, like, over 15 hours. There's, like, a lot of screaming back and forth. It's a very long day. Teresa has had emergency surgery. Whatever. You know, even if she didn't have the surgery. I'm just saying it's still a very long day and I'm sure it is draining for the ladies because it's like not only you live it on the show, then you have to watch it and you're watching it knowing that the version that is presented for TV may not be the real deal Oli field. So, you know, that comes with probably a certain level of frustration for the cast members and then you have to deal with all of the viewers out there that have an opinion about what the situation is right and then you have to go back after all of that which is months later sit down hash it out 
and live it all over again, right? So it has to be very toxic. I can't see that being really good. Like it's good for us, the viewers. It gives us something to talk about. But for Teresa, Melissa, Margaret, like for the peoples of the show, like for the for the the ladies of the show, that has to be a very draining day. So maybe Teresa, like I said, wasn't ready at that point to talk about that. Maybe she wasn't ready to respond. And she was probably thinking, let me sleep on it and get back to her later. And then eventually she just never got back to her because Melissa is probably not on Teresa's priority list. Just saying, I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just saying, you know, big priority list here, you know, girls like school, new wedding, new man, new house, right? Even Joe in Italy and trying to bring him back to America by writing letters. I'm saying like Melissa and how she feels is probably not on Teresa's um, priority list. It's on the list, just not on that one. <laughs> so when it comes to Teresa's birthday, okay, so that birthday was not portrayed on the show and you know it's good because at the same time I, I think there needs to be some privacy it's a big it's a big deal you know Teresa just turned 50 but at the same time I wish we would have seen her 50th birthday this woman has been through so much um 13 years on reality television it, I'm sure like I've seen pictures on Instagram and it seemed like it was a really really good party but anyways so when it came to her birthday party in Mexico, Joe and Melissa were invited. Of course, they're going to be invited. It's a huge milestone birthday. So I really don't think that it was weird at all for um, Louis and Teresa to extend the invite to the Gorgas. Okay, I know on the show, I think... Um, they make it sound like it's just Teresa trying to invite her brother and Melissa to come. But, um, yeah, I didn't think it was weird. I thought it was normal. It's a huge milestone birthday. Teresa's turning 50. Joe and Teresa apart. So what that means is that Joe has been in Teresa's life for the past 48 years. And maybe really really bad but he has still been in her life regardless right he's seen her when you know she she like her sweet 16 there's like footage of bravo with um you know joe dancing with his sister there's footage of them like um talking about waking up in the morning and i think Teresa was like a paper girl or something like that and they had to wake up in the morning with um, the the their dad and I think do some deliveries together as, as brothers and sisters. They went to the, the, the Jersey Shore countless times together as a family and they said that, that those were the, their best moments. You know, Joe was there for Teresa's first wedding to Joe Judice. Um, he's the godfather of Gia, I believe. 
Teresa is the godmother of, um, I think it's Gino. I'm not sure though, but she has to be the godmother of one of their kids, I'm assuming. But anyways, what I'm trying to say here is that it's not weird to me that an invite would be extended to Joe and Melissa based on the fact that it's a huge milestone birthday. However, you know, given that Joe is the only living family member on Teresa's side, I thought it was considerate of them to reach out. So I also don't think that the Gorgas, like the, the fact that they didn't feel at ease to go to Mexico, I didn't find that weird though. I know there's some people online saying like, well, why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go? Like, that's weird that you didn't go. Well, come on guys, that's not weird. You're fighting. There's definitely a discomfort. They're not getting along. A lot has been said in front of the world to each other, back and forth. Like, and that's what we've seen at the viewers, but I'm sure there's a lot happening behind the scenes, right? So I'm just saying, I don't think that it's weird for the Gorgas not to feel at ease to go to Mexico. I totally understand that. Their feelings are hurt and I'm not I'm not going to completely dismiss the validity of their feelings either. But instead of just instead of just declining altogether, I think Joe and Melissa could have slept on it. You see, this is where I find that sometimes um, the Gorgas are a little bit immature. Look at the difference. Um, they invite Teresa to the rolling skating party. Teresa's RSVPs and says she's gonna come and she brings Louis, she dresses up, she shows up to the party. It doesn't matter if it's real or if it's fake. What I'm saying is, she still did that. She got dressed, she got her hair done, she came looking the part, she went to the party. She said hi to her brother. Her brother doesn't even give her the time of day. He's just like, hey, hi. Where's your costume? You didn't even dress up. Louis responds. Then you feel the tension in the air at that moment. Joe turns around, he turns away from them, doesn't talk to them for the rest of the night. I don't even know, I've, I don't even think I've seen Teresa and Melissa say hi to each other. They, they, they might have done it, I just haven't seen it. So if I'm, in, like, if I'm not correct, like please correct me if I'm wrong, I just don't recall seeing them on camera acknowledging each other. So I totally understand why Teresa would say, Why'd you invite me then? <laughs> Why'd you invite me then? <laughs> Remember the last time she said that? The whole, whole hell broke loose. Anyways, so I just really, like back to what I was trying to say, I really think that before declining the invite, Joe and Melissa could have slept on it. And they could have said, because by the way, guys, the way it's presented on the show, it's presented as if 
Teresa is the one who'd reached out, who had reached out to um, Joe and Melissa to invite them. Like, hey, I want you guys to come to my birthday party because I'm close to you guys and I want my close people with me. It's actually, from what I've seen, it's actually Louie, Louie who reached out to them. And maybe you're, you're going to think, okay, what difference does that, does that make? But I just want you guys to keep up with me just for a second here. What I'm saying is Louie is the one who reached out to Joe and Melissa according to some information that I've seen on All About the Real Housewives, All About the Reh. I've seen that on there. So, you know, once again, I don't know. I don't have the proof, although we do see Melissa's pictures and Joe his name appearing in the screenshot so we'll get back on that to that later on but i just wanted to say they reached out the gorgas declined the invite and in my opinion they could have easily said listen there's clearly a discomfort between us and this is my sister's 50th birthday of course i would love to be there for her you know, it's not one of, it's not just, not, it's not one of those birthdays where you can just send a gift and say, you know, eat the cake and call it a day. It's her 50th. So before declining, I think they could have said, guys, we haven't seen you in so long since the reunion. There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to talk about. It's eating at me. You know, I don't feel comfortable around you guys. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable going to a party with you guys and not, without having, like, discussed this. Like, can we meet up? Can we see each other before the trip? Can either I go to your house or you come to mine? But can we see each other and kind of try to, you know, we're not going to fix everything. But can we at least try to fix the discomfort between us? I think that that's what Joe and Melissa should have done, right? Instead of just being, no, we are not going to come to your 50th because we're mad. You know, in life, I always say you can always miss a barbecue, a brunch, you can always miss a happy hour if you're mad. But you can never, you can never get the milestone, the birthdays, the births, the weddings, and the funerals back. Those, you can never get them back. They're just quick moments in time. So once they're gone, those moments are missed forever. It doesn't matter how mad you were. Like you'll never be able to celebrate your sister's 50th birthday again. And technically people will say, well, you know, you can never celebrate the same birthday twice. That's true. But not all of them are milestones. You know, let's, let's talk about what Teresa has been through, you know? Like she said recently, when she, when she said, you know, I buried my parents on the show. I gave birth on the show. 
I got married on the show. I got divorced on the show. She's getting remarried again on the show. You know, she faced deportation of her husband on the show. She saw her whole entire family fall apart on the show. She saw her husband go to jail on the show. She saw her kids suffering on the show. You know, Teresa has given us a lot over the years. <laughs> and what I'm saying is forget about the show for a moment. But those 50 years, at least the past 13, have, have been just like hell for this woman. So you're telling me that you're just going to make a rush decision and not give it any consideration and just be like, well, hold on a second, you know? I know we've had some bad times, but at the same time, although it was all bad, I went and visited her when she was in prison. You know, um, I helped her out when our parents passed. Like, we were each other's support system, somewhat, right? I don't know to what extent, but, like, I have to assume that Joe has played a role and Teresa has played a role. So I'm just saying for him to not even give it any consideration, he should have at least said to Louis, listen, Louis, you know what? Let's not, I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. To be honest with you, I'm really, really hurt still. But at the end of the day, I'm going to sleep on it. So I just want to leave you on this note. By reading the text messages from Louis to Joe and Melissa. Again, I'm not sure if this is a real message from Louis or if it's been faked through the internet, but I thought the message should be heard by all. And especially those that have family relationships that are aching. So... Louis starts by saying, Hey, Joe, hope all is well. I've been trying to get a hold of you to talk to you about Teresa's 50th birthday. Last Friday, I finally, I finalized plans for her birthday. And over the weekend, she put together a list of the people that she would like to be there. And the attached is itinerary, which describes the whole trip for her 50th surprise birthday. I have a large private jet leaving Peterborough the morning of May 19 and returning the Tuesday the 23rd. There is no expense to anyone. Everything is paid for. This has nothing to do with the show. It's a private event for your sister and the people she wanted to be with her on her day. I hope you receive this message with love from me to you and Melissa. I really hope you guys can make it. Then in the next screenshot, we see Joe Gorga's reply. We appreciate the offer. My sister was very clear where we stand with her. Very confused as to why she would want to spend several days together for a special birthday 
she just said they aren't close and that's why she doesn't want her around listen i'm okay with everything don't feel the pressure to extend the invite i know it's just coming from a fake place no need for it bro i'm sure you watched the reunion enjoy your vacation so then louis responds back here is what i want to respond with what's fake is the thought of bringing this family closer through a tv show i know you agree and have told me that it's a tv show and nothing more it's not real life and family I'm extending this to you guys because this is what your sister wants and chance for you guys to grow off camera in the public eye. I've told you many times I'm working with her and helping her through her own struggles of growth. The TV show is combative, is a combative place and full of superficial bullshit, not a forum for, for a family to recover. This isn't fake and there is zero pressure. This isn't strategic. This is coming from me who has been in your sister's life for almost two years now. I'm trying, join Melissa. Nobody's perfect including the both of you, me and the guy standing on the corner of the street. So then Melissa jumps in. Hi, Louie. What you might not know because you've only been here for two years is that we've had this exact conversation for the last 15 it's exhausting, TV show or not. No one is arguing. Let it be. So then, Louis responds, Melissa, I have three siblings and we've had our fair share. We never stopped trying. And today, we thank God that we worked through our shed so we could be here today in such a loving place. Teresa has had a rough deal, marriage and four kids on her own. It's no secret. Her best self is coming out. However, it's not coming without facing pain. And she has to go through the pain of facing things that were never faced before in her life ever. This is a habit of most people to continue through life deflecting things, through life deflecting things that need to be addressed. Everyone plays a part in this demise. And it's not only Teresa. All you have to do is watch the TV show and see how this has been no fault on anyone because I'm not here to pose blame. It's the simple truth. Please, Melissa, I respect you and Joe. 
I will never lose that. Please try, understand from the kindest part of your soul that I'm devoted to helping her and her daughters with everything I've got. This means that I will not let you or Joe down in this process. I will not fail your efforts and this family can be the family it, could, it should be. There are seven kids here that can benefit from these lessons, not just the bad ones. More importantly, the effort and recovery from all this. The TV has been the worst thing for both your families. It has instigated all of this noise that stands between both of you and Teresa. On my life, I have gone to Totoa countless times and prayed for you guys and both of your families. Please take a step and trust me. I'm not going to let you down. And then the final text, Joe responds, very good points here. I have said this for years. My sister should have thought about that before igniting this fire. Igniting this fire. Let's not go back and forth. I promise you're wasting your time. Please don't text back. We are good. Leave it alone. Love you guys.